On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts and sitting next to me. Renee Zellweger. No, not Renee Zellweger. Someone much more beautiful than she. I'm glad you said that. Someone said that I look like her this past week and I was like, I wish that wasn't the first time I heard that. And also, I don't like that one. You don't look anything like her. Anyway, sitting next to me is Lissa. Lissa! Renee Zellweger. Yeah, so we're here. We're back for another edition. Um, those who listened to last week, I was sick. So I apologize for the lack of energy, but I am getting better. Turns out I have, if those who don't know, I have bronchitis. I had, and still kind of do, have bronchitis and a sinus infection. <clears throat> so that sucked. Um, and my energy level is not where I'd like it to be, but you know what? It's a pro- It's a process. You're just the mo- more upset that you haven't been able to go to the gym. For those who go to the gym all the time, like every day, it sucks. It's not, you don't feel like yourself. You just, you feel like you're off. And I felt like that all week, not because of the virus and the illness, but because I have not been able to, you know. And drink coffee, work out or thing. drink coffee. Yeah, you know. But that's it. And so hopefully the energy will be a little bit better today. And we are here to discuss a bunch of things. Um, Would you like to start with the previous week? Sure. I traveled to the... What are you going to say? Let's not. I traveled to New York to attend Ad Week, a conference that was from Monday through Thursday. And... It was an eventful trip. I was so... It sounds it by your voice. It yeah. was an eventful trip. I'm a little tired, you know, just from living on this earth. So the trip, um, I had to stay in Brooklyn because my organization's per diem is so minimal that I had to stay in a different borough. And the it was nice because I was, of course, on my bucket list, visit Brooklyn. And when you and I but went... But now up, it's like you won't stop visiting I won't Brooklyn. Stop. <laughs> Can't, Can't stop, stop. won't stop. Um, I went to, when we visited in August, it was only for a couple of hours, and this allowed me to experience more of Brooklyn, though not all of it, of course, because Mm -hmm. it's so large, and I was only in a small area, and my feet hurt, and I couldn't walk anymore. And I was very proud of myself because I learned the subway system. Yeah, that's, that's great because that's intimidating to a lot of people, and for you to say, you know, fuck it, I'm by myself, you know, I need to do it because... It's, it's just cheaper. more efficient and cheaper, and you decided to do it. That's fantastic, because I know lots of people who cannot do that and, uh, and wouldn't I, try it. I had to watch a YouTube video to understand it. but Who cares? You did it. I did it, and you know, what's difficult, With it'd be one thing if it was a, a it's, I could understand a system, uh, let me back up, I would be... I'm more overwhelmed by a system like New York where, you're, where you have people behind you, like pushing you, rushing you, whereas a different type of uh, a, a different type of transit system, you don't have people kind of like, it's not as, uh, there's not as much hustle and bustle. It's so called like, England. It's more just, 
I'm I'm overwhelmed by getting in someone's way or yeah. t- making someone slow. Just like the chaos of that. So um, that's what I w- I'm mostly worried about with that type of situation. And also, you know, the idea of what I have to tell myself often in situations where I get anxiety. It's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? Like, what what literally is the worst thing that can happen if you get off at the wrong station? Mm. You just get back on. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. No, I mean, like, getting lost. I'm not talking about crime or whatever. Okay, like, I'm that's just, what I always no, think about, please. I'm just talking about, like, in any given situation, like, let's say public speaking. It's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? I stumble over my words. Right. I can't remember what I'm about to say. Right. My face gets red. Like, those are not going to kill me. Yeah, people who are scared to go on road trips. It's like, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? I take the wrong turn. I get back on the road, and I keep going. It's no yes. big deal. Yeah, so those are how I talk myself off of... Um, off of the cliff and also you know with the subway being underground that's actually where most of my anxiety comes from and there's a i don't know if it's just like this claustrophobic i don't like tunnels so then so that's that's an issue too of course and the worst part of the metro the dc metro system is the uh section from i think roslyn to foggy bottom on the orange line where they go underground. where it's underground and underwater Mm -hmm. and that freaks me out like and and my train has gotten stuck there before. Mm-hmm. It goes really fast, and I feel like in my head the train is going to go off the rails, fall like break yeah. like break apart, like go so fast it's going to just flip over a thousand times like in a movie. Which it can't because the tunnel is so small. <laughs> but continue. And the the entire time I was riding on the subway system and the the anxiety i have with metro is often that the trains because they single track there there are not multiple tracks for trains so if something breaks then every train behind it, it there's no you can't get past it right which is the dumbest fucking thing that was ever created as far as like the metro system goes yeah so no matter how this i'm going off on a tangent but no matter how nice you make the the metro cars how modern they are they're still running on an antiquated system that cannot handle <laughs> breakdowns of rails and machines that are ancient. Anyway, so back to New York. I, not one time I rode the subway did we experience any delays or we weren't stopped for no reason. Like, you could ride the metro for a week and get delayed 10 different times for God knows what, a person sick, Someone, there, there's no reason. It's just a train's in front of us. I have been stuck underground for 45 minutes, and it was one of the most terrifying things that I've experienced because, like I said, claustrophobic tunnel, and then the unknown of like, what, like what, what's going to happen here? Like what, I, I, when are we? When is this going to move? Like you get no communications from the driver, and um, I don't ride the metro actually anymore, but. The metro in D.C. is also a little bit terrifying because, you know, one person died a couple of years ago because of smoke inhalation when there was a fire on these old fucking rails. Anyway, so I was very proud of myself, given the fact that I'm a little nervous when it concerns underground transportation. Most transportation, actually. Yeah, and arguably in the modern world, I mean, the New York transit system is really difficult. It's really hectic. Um, this is no pun intended, but like, if you can do it there, you can do, do it, it anywhere. No, seriously though, that that is no joke, and it is all hustle. 
Like, you need to know where you're going, and if you don't, people are going to yell at you, and someone's going to be upset because, you know, they're miserable people there. The worst part of the, and I want to go back to miserable people, the worst part of the subway system is unlike the DC metro system, they have no escalators. So the DC metro system has elevators, escalators, and stairs on, if I'm not mistaken, most of the platforms. So... I had at one point, you know, a backpack, my luggage, my purse, and to try to carry all of that down three flights of steps, like the ele- the elevators aren't always near the obvious opening, so it's like I only took an elevator one time because I saw that there was one, but to have to go up and down those steps is really <laughs> Yeah. Really difficult with all for your me. stuff too. I mean, you have three plus bags. Yeah. So that was that. That's where the metro does win. If I'm comparing. Yeah, but that might be the only place where the metro wins because, like it you is. said before, you know, it's always breaking down. It's never it just reliable. It wasn't a. It wasn't a well thought out. I don't know system. It's just. It's it. It's really, it's really terrible. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> what else about your NYC trip? I feel like the past two months of our podcast has really talked about New York a lot. Well, we did visit there. Well, I know. We visited there. We, we had two episodes that were... Oh, yeah, true. ...really pushed to New York. I mean, we really talked about that a lot. So. Well, New York is really a great state to visit because it's so diverse. I was yes. thinking about it when I was so there. So much to do there. It's similar to Virginia because you have mm-hmm. mountains, you have beaches, you have cities, cities you yeah. have history, yeah. you have um, culture, you have amazing food destinations. It's we, just, it is a, it's beautiful. It has just beautiful yeah. natural, it's diverse in it's, could, all of its geography. We could, we, we could spend weeks in New York before we even think about going to New York City. Oh, yeah. Like weeks in New York, the state of New York, you could spend so much time there and not for one second think about New York City or think that you were anywhere close to New York City. It's just so different and so many. It's, it's really a great state. It has Niagara Falls. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a great state. There's so many places, like historical you were born places. There? I was born there. I mean, pfft. That why there's not that a monument? Itself. I think there is. There just, is. You, know, you just haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> I just don't want to talk about it. It's, you know, personal. Uh, but, you know, think about Buffalo. There's a lot of history mm-hmm. in the Buffalo area. The Finger Rochester Lakes. area. This is so there's much. So... so, yeah. Shout out to New York. It's a great state. It is and, a great state. And during my time there, I was really surprised by a few things that I wasn't expecting. One of which was the kindness of strangers. I saw more acts of kindness, and I wasn't seeking them out, of course. Sure but you were. I'm always looking for. You, you had know, your I'm boob out, and you were things. like, "Anyone want to be kind to me?" My boob out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're um, you're saying I was trying to yes, attract you're reaching people for who were acts of kindness. Yeah. Not me. I'm just saying, like whether I I'm saw just kidding. I whether always... I saw someone who they. They got up. They got up because they saw someone who could. Someone did that with me when they had all my luggage. A young woman. She got up and let me sit, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." And the just people who there was a woman with a stroller who was trying to get down the steps, and a stranger helped her get the stroller down the steps. Mm-hmm. You just that's great. You just don't. I don't know. I think you mentioned people are miserable in New York, and I think New Yorkers get a bad rep. There's a lot of mis- miserable people in New York. Yes, a lot New of York miserable, City. I, to me, there are more miserable people in D.C. 
Oh God, no! Absolutely not. Well, absolutely not. I'm gonna. I'm going to disagree with. I'll that. fight you on that. I think that. I think that. I don't know. There's some. There's something about the. This. I don't know because it's kind of all. It's all separated. So then. You have neighborhoods in Brooklyn, you have neighborhoods in New York, and there's a sense of community that I don't think you get out in the suburbs of D.C. Like, you don't go, yeah, like... I mean, I can see that. Yeah, We that know can... no one in our neighborhood. No yeah. one. And you would... You might... You might bond with someone. I mean, we bond with other people because of shared things. So if there's this sense of, like... Where we are, if, I don't know. Let's just say that this neighborhood is called the uh, Crack House. Crack House neighborhood. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're you're from the Crack House neighborhood. Yeah. Like we we have Crack House festivals. Crack like whatever house? it is. <laughs> we don't have that. Yeah. No. No. Listen, I completely get that. That's one of the things. What it made me fall in love with Green Bay. Yeah. Because you have that sense of neighborhood, community feel. Everyone's together. We all love. It's the reason why people go to, you know, certain colleges or, or yeah. they're involved in certain things. Because, Camaraderie. Yes. And so I, I get that. And I think that, I think you might find that a little bit more with the boroughs. Like we talked about that before where it's like, you know, I'm from Queens. Like that's big deal. I'm from Queens. I'm from Bro- the Bronx. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from, I'm from, the, from, I'm from Bronx. Bed-Stuy. Whatever. Like you're, you're from a specific place. Now- you don't get that a lot in, yeah, the suburbs of D.C. I'm from Fairfax. What's up? But Fairfax like, nah, is this... so huge, and that's the exactly, issue. Is right. that like, so what? So if it's an if it's a neighborhood, that's one thing. I'm not even sure. Like D.C., it's like there are neighborhoods that there are plenty of neighborhoods within D.C. But I don't know if there's this pride of like I'm from Columbia Heights. I'm from like I I just don't know. And also, by the way, Chris is checking on his meat. Chicken wing. <laughs> His oven. Did you say chicken wings? Not like meat. <laughs> His chicken wings. <laughs> checking on that meat. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so I was just really surprised by, and now he's blowing his nose. Okay, he didn't want to stop this for some reason. He just went into the other room, and now it's distracting me as I try to speak. Okay, he's walking <laughs> back. He coughed. Do you have Vaseline on your face already? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's football Sunday, boo boo. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to stay in all day long. When the Vaseline's on, there is no way you're getting us out of this house. No. Well, I took a shower and I shaved my head and mm-hmm. shaved my face, and so, you know, after that, it's like, well, why put lotion on when I can just douse my face with Vaseline? True. Very true. Um, Anyway, so I had delicious food, gluten-free mac and cheese that blew my socks off. I had shrimp tacos that, oh my gosh, so blew delicious. Your toenails blew off. my toenails off. Um, I'm just saying, your socks got blown off, so something else And got- then I went to a restaurant that was recommended by RuPaul. His Holiness RuPaul and had a crab cake. Blew your epidermis off. Oh my god, just blew. I'm oh, I don't have feet anymore, toenails. I don't have skin. Mm-mm. All no. I am is bone, yeah, ankles. bone and muscle and ankles. <laughs> That's it. It was it was really that was a highlight for sure. I mean, like outside of the work part of it that I had to that I had to do. I'm gonna make oh. a, a good. Uh-huh. I was gonna I'm gonna make a controversial statement. Ow, what? I think pound for pound, New York City has the best food of any place ever. Sure. And I say that because 
there's so much. Even a rinky-dink place. You Even a rinky at the side of the street, and it's like, oh, let's go to this bodega, and it's like, why is this bagel sandwich so freaking good? And it's I don't know. There's just so much there. Oh, you want Italian food? We've got the best. You want? Well, they don't have the best Chinese food, but no. they have really good Chinese food. Uh, you want American fare? We got that too. I mean, like they have a lot in of all the places that we've been to. I think that they have the most, and pound for pound, they probably have the best. Yes. Um, I had a plain burger on, like, just a random place that was near Penn Station that should have, it just was a shitty, like, touristy, markety place, and had a burger (laughs) there that was one of the most delicious burgers I've had. Again, you would pass it. What you pass it all I'd the never time, go like to you this. never go into it. You're like, ah, let me just try it, and it's like, damn, that's good. It had car- caramelized onions, cheese, and a bacon lattice. Not just bacon on top of it, but mm-hmm. a a they created a lattice with the bacon so that every bite you have with this burger, you would get bacon in your mouth. Oh, it's fantastic. So good. Kind of makes me mad that you didn't bring anything home. Well, um. I did actually. She did. Good segue. <laughs> Brought. Uh, she happened to bring home. I a, completed Chris's goal. Right. Uh, for those who listened to a previous podcast, we went to New York in the summertime, which we have talked about. And there's a place that I wanted to go to called Duchess Cookies, and they have these like monstrous cookies. And when we went, we hustled around New York, tried to get there, and they were closed. And Lisa happened to be at the same place when she went back, so she picked some cookies up. And they were monstrous, like I said. They were crazy big. They were really good. Not great. Not your favorite. No, not great. You know, again, I'm a simple man. I know. Give, I know you are. <laughs> I'm a simple man with a simple plan. All I want is your thin run of the mill. Give me a a moist chocolate about, chip are cookie. You about, are you talking about Panera kitchen sink cookie? Well, hold on, that's different. Um, for those who have a Panera by them, they have something called a ki- kitchen sink cookie. You have not lived until you've had that cookie. Only 800 calories. Only 800 calories, which is, you know, um, a shit ton. But just have a bite. It's, fa- it's You know what? All it is, it's a big cookie that's got a lot of sea salt, a lot of moistness, chocolate chip. Um, I think they, I don't think they have pretzels or anything, but it's, oh yeah, I think so. It's a fantastic cookie. It's well, it's called kitchen sink. So yeah, it's just really good. But really all I want is your basic cookie that's got chocolate chip and it's really good. But back to Dutch's cookies, you got a bunch of cookies. I did. I got five. I got a unicorn cookie with sprinkle or a sparkles on top of it, which was a cake with strawberry cheesecake filling, kind of a cake cookie with strawberry cheesecake filling. Then I got their their classic cookie monster cookie, which is a cake that was a cookie baked inside of a cake. Right? What? A cookie baked inside of like a cakey cookie. Yeah, because really, it's, not a it's like on it's, the it's two cookie. Yeah, it's really like two cookies. There's like a not a shortbread, a but like a soft cookie on the outside and the inside. It's like a chocolate chip cookie. Cake cookie. That's all it was. And then a salted caramel pretzel cookie, a s'mores cookie, and oatmeal. an oatmeal cookie with apple pie filling. Yeah. Here's my thing, and we've talked about this on several occasions, just me and you. I don't like donuts with filling inside. Yeah. 
I don't like anything with I take a bite and it squirts in my mouth with the except with the exception of gushers because gushers are delicious. But usually when I'm biting something, I don't want I don't want any surprises. Just let me know what's going on here. I don't anything to go rushing down my throat. That's actually why I don't like blueberry muffins because they're you you have mm-hmm. a muffin and it, the blueberry when it's baked just pops in your mouth and it really grosses me out. Yeah, I don't like it. It's just like there's no need for it. So that's that's me. Um. So what else was I going to talk about? Um, oh, I was sorely disappointed in the fashion. Uh, you really want to get into this? Yeah, I guess okay, so. Okay, fine. Go ahead, because I've got plenty of thoughts. Okay, so at one point in our culture, New Yorkers were considered the most fashionable like you go to new york and you see just and this is not their fault and i will explain why i think i as i understand it so i don't know if sex in the city kind of like pushed created that narrative I think there's some fallacies in your or story before sex in the city i mean it, it where it is where fashion week is it's where a lot of designers are mm-hmm. um a lot of high-end stores are there that sell but it just surprises me how and I'm going to, this is where I'm going <coughs> to, what I'm going to blame. I'm not blaming New Yorkers. I'm blaming mass production that we are now all, the, the, the playing field is seemingly so even when it comes to access to things. We all have Amazon. We, there are I, chains. I'm totally disagree with that. You have the consistency of chains across the country so that now everyone has access to the same places and it's interesting because i am a vintage thrift shopper in decades from now the all of these stores will be be filled with nothing but like ann taylor shift dresses or something can i can i go if you want to okay i think that's a cop-out um i'll go back to the new york thing in a second about how they used to be trendsetters and everything else but my opinion on this is the reason why new york fell apart with fashion is because everyone is trying to fit in with everybody else. There's no creativity anymore. It doesn't, it's never been about, look at me, I have a shirt that says Gucci on it. It's not that, it's you're able to mix this pattern with these colors and wow, that looks really good. I never would have thought about that, but you put it together and you're rocking the hell out of it. So like, for example, I saw this one guy on Twitter the other day, this is a black guy and he has, there's a, let me get this right. He's got a green button-down shirt. Then he's got a tan jacket. And over top of that, he's got a maroon, like, um, corduroy jacket over top. You would have never thought about putting that together. Mm-hmm. He put it together, and it looks so good. And it's like, that, my friend, is fashion. Like, you have put together something that it's like, that, that looks really good. It's not... Hey, look, I'm fashionable because I got a Gucci belt on. That looks really good. Or look at me. I got a Supreme shirt. That's not fashion. Also. You're just wearing a brand. I think that we are similar to the early 2000s. We are in a dark time as far as like what is considered fashionable now. Mm -hmm. I think that you and I have a different definition because of maybe how we grew up. I, you and I are both fans of layers and like looking well put together as far as like you have your shoes. You have pants or a dress whatever you then have a jacket you in your case have a vest a button-down shirt potentially have a hat on and then you have the whole outfit yeah and it's like called fashion i've always uh, one my favorite 
my favorite era of fashion for women is 40s and 50s so like that if you it's the whole the whole (laughs) thing you're put very well put together nowadays with like what high what what is considered high high fashion fashion, as far as like i think about how how it's like active wear or athleisure or sweats now now is considered high fashion like you look at like kanye west or kim kardashian i knew you were going to mention kanye west i absolutely knew you were going to mention him by the way i think his album came out today jesus is king but go ahead or jesus is um that's special anyway it's that style (laughs) of like like Kim Kardashian wearing Kim Kardashian wearing bicycle shorts yeah. and high heel shoes yeah, and it's not fashion. a tank like that that is I mean it it is it it's is not, fashion well yeah but sure it is not my it's idea not <laughs> it's not my idea of looking put together and and I don't know and I think like that's that's people and people might be spending hundreds of hundreds of dollars on their outfits but it don't certainly care. doesn't look it when it's just a it's a plain t-shirt yeah. and hot you know raggedy pants or sweatpants with expensive shoes like i just don't i don't get it well yeah and then you have people who i think new york also went in the past decade went into this whole thing where (coughs) in new york you can wear anything so like you literally see people walking down the street and some of the stuff you would see on fashion week or in a Vogue magazine, it's like that's not what you're. That's for a magazine. That's not what you're supposed to walk down the street in. But like, I'll, I would take that over a hundred, like a thousand. There's either I, I noticed there's like two groups of people, and you have to understand, DC fashion is conservative, really basic and conservative, which is which is fine. fine but there's just a lot of, it's Ann Taylor, like pretty yep. much Ann Taylor. That's what I think of when I think of like when I think of DC. Um, because most of the many jobs are anchored by federal government. So the with New York's example, it's like the only thing I saw were either Ann Taylor, also Ann Taylor like stylings from women or dressing like all of our moms did in the 90s mm-hmm. with the baggy shirt, the, you know, the thrift, the jeans that come up to your chest that are kind of tattered or baggy, whatever. And then like um, chunky shoes yeah. and... But I'm thinking about the guys you see walking down the street, and I'm not exaggerating, where they have a shirt that is a, a t-shirt, and it will go to like the bottom of their their chest, and then it's ripped. And then it's ripped completely, oh, yeah. so like the stomach is open, and then it comes back together, and it's like hanging down, and it's, it goes down to their knees. Like, what the hell is that? And I don't care, just because you're in New York... That's not fashionable. Like, you just look stupid. If you wore that any other place in the United States, people would look at you like you are nuts. My grandma. But it's New York. She went, I, we went out in February, and I wore ripped jeans, and she just, like, couldn't believe it. Like, she's like, oh, my. Like, that. oh, that's what you're going to wear? <laughs> <clears throat> right. It's like, Grandma, you just don't understand. Right. Um, and then I went into a thrift, thrift store, and um, I'm looking at the prices, and thinking like, oh, this is this is cute because like, if, at the very least, you have people who are not, um, you know, this this '90s mom look. It's like a it's a kind of an fu to um, uh, mass consumption, and because they're going back and buying stuff at thrift thrift shops, so they're not wasting things, and it's kind of a um, they're they're trying to be more live more sustainably or cheaper or whatever. And I go to a thrift store and. The jeans are like $40. Mm-hmm. Dresses are $70. It's like there's nothing here 
they're, they're not even the people who are dressing in thrift store wear aren't even getting a deal like no it's that <laughs> new york bullshit i'm telling you that's just that's i new go york to stuff. goodwill and get a <clears throat> blazer for five dollars like that is a deal and it's in in this case the last time i went it was a calvin klein blazer not that i care about labels but it was just like that that there is there is some weight to quality when you have uh, a label like that but i was very disappointed in it yeah again i i think back in the day like you said, I think New York was looked at as, you know, you go to New York, you better look good because everyone in New York City looks good. And clearly, I'm glad it's not like that anymore. But I think that goes to the United States even more so as a society. We've talked about this mm. before. You go overseas or you go to... You can, yeah, you can spot a European who's Absolutely. in the United States. 100%. Because they know when they leave the house, they should look a certain way. We got people out in the street right now who, again have half of their stomach hanging out of their shirt because, no, I'm not going to go there. They're just, they're trash. They look so bad. I'm not saying you have to look fashionable, but you're Sorry. out of the house. Just look like you, I don't know, just look presentable. Like we've, you look terrible. We've just given up on, for the most part, like you go to, you know, you, we've talked about when we go to like a fancier restaurant. People wearing it's crap. an opportunity for us to get dressed up. Sure. For you, you go, and then we get there, and everyone is in jeans and t-shirts yeah. and hats, it's and we're like, dressed up. What? And then we look like weirdos. Yeah. We're the ones who look like weirdos because but no, we're but, dressed up. But we flip that. It's like, no, I don't look like a weirdo. You should think about mm, maybe I shouldn't have worn these dumbass jeans. jeans, Wrangler jeans, and my stupid mm, shirt. I'll stop. No, I was gonna I say don't know something else. What you're gonna say, but I think I, I think oh, that that's also a um, that's also a when you are wealthier, <laughs> we're not um, in spirit. We are, but when you are wealthier, <laughs> you have a sense of like you don't have to dress up. You don't have yeah, to of because you don't have to. No, no, but it's like you should never. I, have, you my know, money. Never I don't need to put anything nice on because my money will it's get not me even far. That, but it's like I and and I my family. I come from a family who was really poor, and didn't we all? I mean, we. The one thing that my grandma instilled in us is that you might not have anything else you might not have anything you but might not have sure food. your nails are painted no <laughs> but you have you have control over what you look like and no, if you, you look presentable uh, you can go you can go to different places like that's the one thing you can potentially control even if you have zero money i'm gonna like, disagree with grandmother can, on that one you can brush your hair mm -mm. you can curl your hair you can put makeup on you could chances whatever are it is. if you don't have enough money for food you're not going to have enough money to look presentable out in these streets well i can tell you that my you can't afford 20 cent oodles and noodles but you can afford some jeans and no, a shirt no it's not what you're Come it's on. not what you're wearing it's how you're presenting so you my, my grandma raised six kids without a husband and i'm sorry what was the year again 1846 but whatever it is the point i'm not saying that this is i'm not know, saying I'm just like kidding. I'm just kidding. that the only important thing in the world is how you look no matter what your income is her point was that we <coughs> we have nothing but the least we can do is present ourselves nicely that's it 
Like yes. we literally have nothing. Yep. We 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 don't have running water. <laughs> like so we, fake it. Yes, in a sense, fake it kind of. Not like you don't have to. And that's what the her point is. Like you you don't have, you don't have to buy expensive things. You don't have to buy. But if you have a classic black dress, it's not even that. Whatever it is, just don't go outside looking like. A, an idiot. You can wear the hell out of like, it. Like, don't wear a bikini to a restaurant. Like, that type of stuff. Like, oh, so... But you just did that yesterday. Ah, uh, you weren't supposed to tell everybody that. At least I uh, wore my booty shorts, though, mm-hmm. and I didn't go on with just my bikini trunks. No, but, like, there's people that's, you know, it's a decent... If you're at a beach and you go into a restaurant with, like, a, a bikini top and, like, some booty jeans on or booty Who shorts... Who is wearing a bikini top with booty jeans? Girl, have you been into a Walmart? No. Maybe you should step into a Walmart. And you know, matter of fact, it's Sunday. Go there. It's prime time. Go there right now and just stand for five minutes and look at what you find. Anyway. I'm just saying. You need to, you're sheltered, girl. You're sheltered. <laughs> All right. You good? Are we moving on? Yes. Okay. No, we're not. I'm just oh, joking. My I wanted to talk to you. This is not related to New York, so we can move off of New York now. All but right. I wanted to talk to you about a, a speaking pattern. Mm-hmm. That people have that annoys the shit out of me. That I want to, I want to um, basically add like an amendment to our constitution All to right. so criminalize. We this need act. to criminalize upper inflection. Uh, no, we need to criminalize question talkers. Mm-hmm. And then what else? Okay, so let me explain this to you. So you and I are on a panel, and I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers, right? And I am telling you the history of their organization, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I just I can't some... even. Uh, I, it's I know just, what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like this is the we're talking about Sunday football, right? Like this is so important, yeah. and we just it's this hard. This is the this is the person who speaks where they need someone to confirm that what they're saying is actually like a thought. But right, right. Yeah. This whole. It's a, it's, a, it's a normal <laughs> sentence, and you put right at the end of it as though it's so complex yes. that our little feeble minds yes. can't understand. It's it's such a funny... I, every single I have panel. a co-worker <laughs> who does it all of but there's, the it's, time. It's heightened when people are on a panel, and I have observed this so many times when people have spoken in conferences or whatever, when they're trying to be authoritative. Oh, my gosh. But it's a... They... And like you said, it's this tr- pretending like they're explaining some complex issue, mm-hmm. and they're right. They're they're asking right in the end is supposed to be this profound thing. Yeah. Like it, it's like this punctuation of yep. profoundness, yep. if that's a word. Yep. And it bothers me so much. Yes. Um. And I, you know, I have you have pointed out the fact that when I've said I've asked you. I've said something and I'm like, do you know what I'm saying? Or do you know what I mean? I, but I'm I'm asking you because I want I really want your feedback. Right is not for you to go what, yeah, Yes, you're what, right. What I point out to my even with my leadership kids is the if God. someone says something at what? I just looking at the levels, no. I think we got really loud. If some if someone says something at the end of the day, well let's say we're having a conversation and I say, you know, the Packers lost on Thursday night, but they really played well and I think they'll play well next week. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, how the fuck did that not make any, like, of course that made sense. Like, you don't need two to talk plus, to me like, two yeah. Two four. If that makes any if sense. If that makes any sense. Well, for it, me, it wouldn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, it's like, well, exactly, math, that wouldn't make any sense. But you're not smarter than you, you know, you're just not, 
smart. But I will call it the pretentious right because yes. that's exactly what it is. There's this air of pretentiousness that comes with this, like this this right that is added on as a question that's not actually a question at all. So since no we're talking go, about the other not things, not right. Yeah, since we're talking about the other things here, uh-huh. then we might as well go into the um, question talkers. Since I just said question talk, okay. for those who don't know what question talkers are, it's someone who sets up a story for no apparent reason. So let's again, we're talking about the Packers because we just did that. And you say something to further your point, like, do I think the Packers are a good team? <laughs> yes. Do I think that they might lose a game this year? No, oh, you did both. No. Question talk. But they, but they usually do yeah. that. And it's like, it, it's just stupid but stuff. It, again, it allows for someone that that is a pontification in and it happens often in sports because sports reporters are n- pretty much the worst. You want to have a okay? Here we go. Let's have a let's have a uh, interview real quick. Give it to because you say I sound like this sometimes when people talk to yes. me. So give me a question. So Chris, how was your week? Um, you know the week was pretty good. Uh, there are some things in the week that were good and bad, but at the end of the day, I think we're going to improve on it a little bit. Uh, we'll keep working hard at. You know, kind of shining light on good things and not the bad things. Uh-huh. Um, and then at the end of the day, I think that um, when the week is over, it uh, should be it should be decent. That's a sports interview. Chris talks to me like a quarterback. No, I talk to students like that. I don't talk sometimes to you. Like you that. Sometimes, as we have noted before, you speak to me <clears throat> like I'm a student. And I think that maybe that was, that's a, a good example. I'm like, stop talking to me like I, you don't know me. Mm. Anyway, so um, those, were, those were some of the things I was thinking about. I also thought about um, having, <coughs> pause for cough, having taken the train up and having, uh, being around a bunch of fellow travelers. Are we going back to New York again? Not New York. I have something to propose. In addition to the amendment to our Constitution about the pretentious right, I would like to discuss the following. Okay. Let me set the scene for you. This is going to suck. Go ahead. It's not. The we're all in line waiting to get on the train. It's a long line because the conductor or whoever is looking at all of everyone's tickets to try to separate us. Oh, so you're going to this place, go to car number whatever and mm-hmm. seat whatever. You're going here, go to, so that when more people come on, they can fill those seats when they're gone. Mm-hmm. So I won't point out any of these people's profiles. I'll let you paint the picture. But we're in line and this, this individual he walks past the conductor because he's so frustrated by having to wait in a line. For Got it. Him. Know who they are. <laughs> I know everything about and them. And the guy, the conductor's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he goes, what are we waiting in this line for? Hmm. I'm going to say. I'm, gonna, I'm going into the, and he's like, no, no, you have to wait. I'm, uh, there's no, he didn't even have to provide an explanation. He's just like. <sighs> Can I say that, well, one, he's entitled. Yes. Two, he has a little penis. Um, you said he. Did of I course. say he? No. Okay. I mean, you might have, but. Please. Well, first off, I don't think a female is going to be like, what are we waiting this line for? I don't know. Um, but he has a little penis. Likely. Yeah, he is entitled. Did he have a thumb head? Probably a thumb head. Um, was he wearing 
the Oakley's glasses with the Starter rubber cap. thing uh-huh. yeah, um, on his chest. He probably is trying to make things great again. Yeah, probably. Uh, he is thinking that... He's oppressed. He is Yes, he, he thinks that people are taking his rights and his jobs. Uh, by yeah. having to wait in line. Anyway, you would be correct. Okay, then thanks. we were... Uh, Painted the hell out of that picture. <laughs> I, didn't, with, I didn't even specify did, wait, did he have a goatee? <laughs> Did he have any, did he no, have a goatee? So. Did he have a chin beard? No, a chin strap beard. Yeah. No. And then we were on the train and a group of I guess this doesn't really make a difference, but again, you were assigned a seat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a rare thing. I have not been on a train and assigned a seat, but I go went to where I was told to go. And there was a group of women who came on the train who the conductor was like, okay, you go to seat this, seat that, seat that. And so they went to it and they were already filled. So then there was like commotion about conductor comes over and he's like, I'm so sorry for the meantime, would you mind going to the cafe cart? And finally these seats open up. He goes to where they are and there's this individual who is sitting in a seat and he says, excuse me, individual, uh, were you not in seat 19? And this individual is like, yeah. And he goes, you can't move, We on this train, We you can't move seats because we need them to be open for other people. If you're assigned to seat, you have to stay there. And this individual huffs and puffs, gets up, and then they're like, I've ridden this train 25 times. I don't know why this time's different. And goes to the seat that they were assigned. That's a female. You would be correct. Uh-huh. There you go. And that is, again, uh, would am I painting a picture on this one? You paint a picture. Um, are they of the same ethnicity as the first person? Yes. Okay, great. A um, little bit older. Surprisingly, no. Younger. It's not. It is a. It is a younger. Can I speak to the manager? I was. That was my next thing. It was like, like a twenty-one-year-old. Can I speak to your manager? Oh. 21 years old? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm terrible at ages. Short hair, long hair? Long, blonde, fake oh. eyelashes. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> the not the fake eyelashes have anything to do with it, but that's what I noticed when she walked by me. It brought, it made me think of something because those are two individuals who would review and rate, go to Facebook or Yelp mm-hmm. and go to Amtrak.com and be like, I don't like the way I was treated. I was impressed. My rights are being tried on. I can't, exactly. I can't even like, meanwhile, like suit real injustices exist and they don't yep. speak about those things. But this is a true injustice of to course. them uh, when you live a life of privilege. But the, so they are, they would be the ones to likely complain because of how unfairly they were treated. And I'm proposing this. They don't this. know what being. Like. I know. I'm proposing this. If, if these, I think we should have a rating system for travelers. Mm. This is a little black mirror, mm. but. Don't like that. But Mm-mm. if, if someone if these people can can get free shit or complain about something and ap- the brand has to apologize to them. Meanwhile, the other hundreds of people who are on that train had a fine experience and wouldn't rate them. If we as the, to democratize, like to even out that playing field as far as like, we can review and rate all of these the flights and trains and hotels and all this stuff. Why can't, it's kind of, it's like Uber. No. It's so a, hold on. It's, okay. The one thing I really like about Uber and Airbnb is that the the person 
the host or driver can rate you and you rate them. So then that becomes the currency and you would know to not go to an Airbnb based on hundreds of complaints and vice versa. Someone would not want me to stay in their Airbnb if I had terrible reviews, which I do not. Though I have to wonder why my Uber review is not perfect. And but, this is, oh, this but, is, no, no, I'm gonna cut you off here because this is what I'm talking about. Unfortunately, you have humans. And there are people they're who are biased. The people are not going to like you just because they're not going to like you. So let's say, for example, you have an odor. Someone's going to rate you. Ah, oh, this person I sat next to smelled really bad. They have a one star. Like they've done nothing wrong. You did not like their smell. That doesn't mean that they are a bad individual. And I'll give you a, no. So then going, you have. But hold on have... to keep going with this. For Uber drivers, for for the whole Uber rating system. Every single time you've gone into the car, every single time I've gone into a car, I've sat there quietly, done nothing, absolutely nothing. If someone talks to me, I talk back to them. That's it. We don't have five stars. Why don't we have five stars? There's no reason for us to not have five stars because I have never, ever done anything that could even be construed as being rude. Well, I don't know what the rating... And yet we're not five stars, well, so there's no way you can do that. I don't know how the rating system, what, what they rate us on so it's like i'm not exactly sure but there's so nothing you can rate us on because would, we don't do anything but let's talk about airbnb because to me that's a better example <laughs> it's this exchange of like not only is my currency what's paying this but by me giving you a higher rating you and me giving you a higher rating your your profile is elevated because and people are aware of you and again this is literally a black mirror episode yeah it is <laughs> but for travelers i think that it's worth it because but and in based on what you're saying make the um hygiene so if you smell that would be a weighted thing so you would but that's you would not only, fair you to would some only people be, because some people don't give a shit about what they smell like that, that so then again, you would find that's not fair to you'd them. Fi- you'd have a stinky train. Like it would. No, I'm saying like it if, would. It would determine. For all y'all smell like funky ass. You got cart eight. It would determine. It would change the market in a way that could customize no. experiences for travelers. What if you have a perfume that I don't like and it gives me a headache? You smell great, but I don't like it. Sure. So then I'm going to give you a one star because I don't like no, your perfumes. But, but it would, people are it like would that. be, you could You're have, black. Don't want to sit next to a black that, person. That one. is the biggest problem. But <laughs> if you the, have, problem. What do if you, you have, um, if we're considering ourselves all brands, I'm just saying that I think it would correct people's behavior. I would disagree with that. It would correct people's behavior if a rating system if they, there was a public rating system, because these people would not act like that if they were the ones that were being no, rated. No, I, yeah, I understand that, but like it's a company, and so the people, these, you know, people that you're referring to, they are upset with the company, and so yeah, they come across as being assholes, and they can come across and be that all you want, but you know. Each company, I'm sure, has a right to refuse service. And if they're being too rude, like, excuse me, you're going to have to get off. I'm, so whatever. They can say whatever they want to. But that system, that's insane. I want, that's the, insane. I want the Uber Airbnb model for daily exchanges between humans. <clears throat> I'm a pass on that. but All cool. right. Well, when my idea gets greenlit on Shark Tank. Yeah, and it's already been greenlit on Black Mirror. You saw how that episode went. So no thanks. Um, all right. What else you got? Otherwise, I'm going to get to... That's it. All I, right. I have more, but I'll wait for a different time. You sure? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I will briefly talk about my experience. I went to, on Friday night, me and my buddy went to 
a Snoop Dogg and Wu-Tang concert. Shout out to Snoop and Wu because I know you guys listen. Uh, Only Method Man and Raekwon listen. Right. I went to their show mainly, one, because I love their music, but two, because they're iconic and I really wanted to see them live. And I just want to say that the show was fantastic. Um, you were worried about seeing students or people you work with? I was or? really worried about seeing students and I was really worried about seeing faculty members, but I didn't, which is great because, you know, it's Friday night, it's my time. I want to be who I am and I can't be that because I can't be that at work because I, you know, we talked about this, code switching. So <laughs> um, uh, Wu-Tang went on first, which is just stupid. I mean, I get it because, you know, uh, Snoop is pop. Now he crossed over. He's got crossover hits. Does he have a gospel? He had a gospel. Album. A reggae that was or Snoop Lion, I think. Um, but Wu went on and had all their hits, and there's like 15 of them. Um, and I guess we were talking about it before we went on air when we started recording this oh, podcast. Yeah. We, we were. We were talking about I it. I was talking about a certain song. <laughs> they did all their old hits, and Raekwon came out with. Ice Cream, which is a fantastic song. And there's a part where if you have sensitive ears, you might want to just end the podcast now. But there's a part... If you have a gag reflex or you have children in the car, why have you been listening to yeah, this true. previous, hitherto? Well, if, <laughs> if you, you know, again, with sensitive ears, just stop. But there's a part in the song where they say um, something laid down in the cut and bitches want their titties sucked. Ice Cream. So that, you know, again, you've got about 20,000 people there singing along, da-da-da, they want the titty suck, ice cream, yeah. So you think that that's going to be the part, but instead they changed it and they say they want their pussy sucked, ice cream. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh, and I remember, like, they are going to say this a couple more times. I'm like, maybe they just changed it for that one part. So at the end, when they're about to say it again, they cut the music off. So now you can hear everyone singing along, and then at the end, again, 20,000 people, they want their pussy sock, <laughs> ice cream. It's like, oh, my God, that is so fucking foul. Can I Gross. just Can I just comment from a female perspective? Come on, man. And this, would, this bothers me about a lot of songs <gasps> you can tell they're written by men. Well, yeah, there's like 15 members of Wu-Tang, so. Let me just say to you that I'm going to say that unequivocally women – do not want their vaginas sucked. Well, that's great, but I can assure you that there were at least 10,000 women going, they want their pussy sucked. Ow. <laughs> because. Ice cream. Like, don't sing along then. They just wanted then. to participate, but. No, like, like, participate and just go with the music. Don't don't chant along. I was looking around like, ooh, this is gross. You do? I know. Like, Wow. Are you aroused? It's like <laughs> it's if I gross. said, like, I had a lyric that was I'm like, men want their dicks chomped on. Like, no, like, it, for some I mean... reason, these inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold up. No, that's not true. Hold up. That's not these, true because no. there are, I mean, there are porns where there are plenty of women who are getting that sucked. Like, for real. Like, but you can't, like, that's something that happens. Guys like, getting their dicks like chomped on. Like but like a, like a straw sucking? Like No, like. like like a like a vacuum cleaner no, this sucking is, this because is graphic. like no they're talking we, we don't want to maybe we don't want to no they're talking about just sucking on certain areas that's what they're talking about so that is a real thing sure Literally, just for me it's like mm, I'm good yeah, it is it truly is because I go I go straight for the 
like like vacuum level sucking. No. Because like that's unrealistic. No. But anyway, there were plenty of women that were singing along, and I was just like, I, "Here's the thing. I am, <clears throat> my God, I am not approved by any stretch of the imagination." But something about that just was like, and I just finished having some wings like a little bit before, and I'm like, mm. a little gross. Little girl just sucked on some wings and then yeah they want suck on some wings and then suck on some something else that's really gross but it disturbs me moving past that woo was fantastic um, Snoop was great Snoop was a little you know he was great to the point where his old hits fantastic but you know drop it like it's hot BS I'm not in for that stuff I'm not into that pop genre Snoop just give me the hardcore murder was the case stuff give me the doggy style stuff not you know some of the other all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm good. He was on that song? <laughs> yeah, I'm so good. Oh, yeah, he was. However, he did, at the middle of the show, do a, uh, he wanted the crowd to get up, so he sang or rapped uh, Jump Around by House of Pain. Mm. That is actually really, really good live. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see all those people jumping up and down. But, man, you want to talk about between Wu and, of course, Snoop, Up in Smoke? Whew. Um, cops, y'all didn't do your job and you just decided to punt on the day because you were, there's no way, there were, weed smoke everywhere. I mean, contact highs everywhere. I could probably have a a urine test right now and pee positive for marijuana because of the smell that Mm -hmm. I inhaled. It was, you sucked it. Oh, exactly. Um, it was, it was righteous there with the smell, so. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that. It was a good show. Um, and if you have the opportunity to see any of those two acts, um, they're iconic. And I would highly recommend going to see them. Just don't say hi to Chris if you see him there as well. Yeah, you see me Please in public, don't. go the other way, yeah. fam. I ain't trying to talk to you. You understand? Want that sucked ice cream. Ew. <laughs> All right, I'm done on that note. I, I want some ice cream. Everyone's done. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we are getting ever so close to our 50th episode. And when we get a little bit closer, we're going to send out a little message. We'll you- fax you the message. Yeah, exactly. Uh, send a pigeon and you guys can be able to ask questions if you like. And we'll be taking those questions and live on our, oh, yeah, okay. live on the air. And by live, I mean just recording and putting it out there. Uh, but other than that, have a great week. Give me a one-star review. Give Chris a five-star review. That would make three. We don't want three. You either give us one or five, preferably one. Follow Chris on <clears throat> social media at... MindYourBusiness.com. At- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here with was, that noise. <laughs> I was going to talk. I was going to say the Wu-Tang thing, but I decided not to. <laughs> Follow us at WantThePussySuckedIceCream.com. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was your that was your instant messenger back in AOL days. No. Right. Yep. That's it. Oh, Got anything? No. All right. See you guys. Have a good week. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.